0: Will there be a new Avatar: The Last Airbender series? Is there a Bucky's coming to Louisiana? And is Sierra Mist dead? Well, I talk about all that and more on this episode of The Toddcast. Hello everyone and welcome to The Toddcast as always I'm your host, Todd McManus. And of course, We have got big news today. Big news this past week, honestly, the past week or two, there has been some big news also in the entertainment area, but in our area here in North Louisiana, which is where I'm located, there is big news in the area, and we're just going to go ahead and dive into it because the big news is that finally, after many years of waiting and wondering after a long time to see if this would actually happen, we are finally, the state of Louisiana is finally getting a Buckies here in our state, which is really big news because let me take y'all back a couple of years. Apparently, there were plans to build a Buckies down in Baton Rouge, and that was in 2016. But it fell through, and they canceled the entire project in 2017. And nothing was ever said again. Nothing. It was, we're gonna get a Bucky's, and now we're not gonna get a Buckys, and that was it. We were left high and dry. There was rumors that apparently the reason Bucky's has never opened. One of their locations here in the state of Louisiana is because of like our high tax rate that we have in Louisiana, which is understandable because Louisiana does have many problems in the state with a lot of underpaid people barely making ends meet unless you can try to work up to like a executive managerial position. You know, once you get up into a high position, you're able to make good enough money. And live, you know, be able to pay bills and have extra money to be able to buy like decent stuff, you know. But for everybody, you know, the commoners who who make, you know, $15 an hour or less, really, probably like most people's around like 10, 11, 12, you know, they, can't really make good enough without having somebody else to be there with them. But I'm talking about like people living alone trying to make good enough money. It And then the taxes that are heavily put on different businesses all over the state. It kind of makes sense that Bucky's wouldn't open one. But something has changed and there has been a deal has been made with... Bucky's now going to be opening a new location in the very own city of Ruston, Louisiana, the home of Louisiana Tech University. And Louisiana Tech is now going to have some competition with probably losing some, not all, but maybe even some of their like food service employees are definitely going to want to go work for Bucky's because Bucky's treats their employees amazingly. Because I'm going to look up the Bucky's pay rate for their jobs right now because it is kind of wild. And I want to read off what they pay their employees at this specific location. So, reading this off, so if you were to work for Bucky's, I'm going to list off the title of the job and how much they get paid per hour or until I get to the higher positions, which are paid salary. So, Bucky's employees are paid weekly. And the lowest they pay for their cashier, gift, maintenance, warehouse, and grocery stockers paid all $16 an hour. Food service and car wash workers are $19 an hour. A team lead is paid anywhere between $18 to $21 an hour. And a department manager is paid anywhere between $23 and $31 an hour. Now, if that don't make you want to work for Bucky's, I mean, <laughs> come on, you know, like I make decent money at my job. You know, I'm able to be able to live, buy food, all that kind of stuff. You know, but that kind of money, I mean, a department manager, the least is twenty three dollars an hour. That's pretty good. If you're making over twenty dollars an hour, you're you're living a decent life at least you know you're not going to be poor unless you are spending unless you're buying like a or paying rent on a very high dollar apartment or something but if you're able to live in like a low-cost like trailer home or trailer park or something like that or still living at home with your parents or if you're you're like with somebody you know uh, rooming with a brother sister cousin a friend or a significant other then you know you're doing pretty well if at least one of you's making $20 or more. But 23 to $31 an hour. Can you imagine making $31 an hour? God. <laughs> that's so that's such good money. But they have full-time positions which are 35 to 50 hours. No experience needed. And so now here is their salary positions. So we start out with the assistant general manager, which makes 100K plus a year. The car wash manager makes 125K a year. And K, of course, is 1,000 for all of you who don't know. Food service manager makes anywhere between 125K to 175K plus a year. And the general manager of the entire Bucky's store makes anywhere between 150K to 225K plus per year. Of course they have 401k, 100% match up to 6%, 3 weeks paid time off, you can use it, cash it or roll it over. You have your health care, they do have part-time available jobs. Plus if you are an hourly employee, like let's say you work in the food service and car wash, or no, let's actually say you are a grocery stocker and you stock the groceries, you get paid $16 an hour. If you work overnight, they will add $2 an hour to your base pay. So if you get paid $16 an hour, you work overnight, you get paid $18 an hour. And man, (laughs) like that is great. I mean, you can just Google Bucky's pay rate and go to images. And that's what I'm looking at right now and that is pretty wild. But and they have this type of like picture of their pay in every Bucky's location because like they know people are going to work there because they treat their employees with all these benefits and great pay. The lowest paid job at a Bucky's is $16 an hour. I mean, pay, yeah, like you're going to think that It's going to come to rustin and people are definitely going to quit their jobs and apply to Bucky's because being that kind of much money, like, I mean, I have, you know, I have a degree in marketing and I already have a job to where if I work good enough and get good experience to be able to even apply to like assistant general manager or anything like that. That alone, going with what I make now, going all the way up to being able to go to Bucky's and make at least $100,000 a year or more, that is wild. Like, just thinking, the thought process in my brain of being like, I could be able to make $100,000 a year. Well, you know, that's before taxes and all that kind of stuff. And then, I, I know they pay their hourly employees weekly, but do they pay their salary employees weekly? Like, if you're working a set amount of hours every day, how like it's confusing to me that that do they pay every single person who works at a location every week like i understand you can pay your hourly employees every week but pay, are they paying salary every week that means they're just making the same amount like 1000 or more a little over 1000 a week you know like that's that's wild that alone is pretty good and pretty wild in my opinion but yeah, I would, I would love to get paid that amount, especially the general manager. Can you imagine $225,000 a year before taxes? How much is that? Like, if you get paid every other week, which is the normal thing, you'd make like $5,000 on your paycheck every other week or more, you know? That is mind-boggling. But, man, it... it even if I wasn't able to work there, you know, like I'm not saying I'm going to because I very much enjoy the job I have now. And with what I do is great. I make good money, you know, and I would like to stay with this job. And hopefully one day, you know, I get promoted or pay raise or something, you know, and I would very much like to stay with the company I'm with now because I enjoy it and great people and I love what I do. But just the idea of of one day you know if I didn't like what I did anymore what I do anymore be consider I would consider working at Bucky's like I've considered it before but you know I got this job and I actually like it (laughs) you know a lot of people don't like what they do for a living but I'm a lucky person to say that I actually do enjoy my job and I enjoy the people I work with and not many people could say that. You know, there are hard days and easy day. days. There well, there's not really easy days. There's hard days and there's less hard days. <laughs> but I still like what I do and wake up every morning. And I might, you know, be late sometimes. But I, I still enjoy what I do. I, 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 there's not been a day yet where I wake up and be like, man, I got to go to work today. You know, it's like I wake up every day and it's like, okay. What can I do differently today that's still gonna be good, you know? So But Bucky's, even though like I talk about working there, I'm not I don't I mean I don't plan on working there, but as a fan and uh gonna go and going to be a frequent shopper at Bucky's, I'm very excited because it's gonna be one of the big ones and they've said it's gonna be one that has one hundred and twenty gas pumps at this Rustin Bucky's. And I actually have interviewed the mayor of Ruston on a past episode. Y'all can go listen to that. He is Mayor Ronnie Walker. And the thought that Bucky's is coming to Ruston, man, I should have talked to him about that. I don't think I did. Because if y'all don't know, many years ago, Logan Paul made a YouTube video in Ruston where he was the mayor for a day. And now Bucky's is coming to Ruston. So Ruston's got a lot of stuff going on. I feel bad for the businesses there that may not pay their employees that much because there are definitely going to be some businesses losing employees because they're going to want to go to Bucky's. And Bucky's has a lot of employees because Bucky's is a big machine that needs to be well oiled by many people. And you need a lot of people to run the machine that is Bucky's. So. I'm excited to see it because I'm excited to go. The thought that the closest Bucky's for me right now is around 5 hours or more, but now having a Bucky's literally be less than an hour away. Being being able to travel to Bucky's and then come back home and it still be the same day and still be daylight without it going dark is wild to me. It's like 50 minutes away from my house. So I'm excited to go to Bucky's. I'm excited for it to open. as of right now it says that the uh, construction will not be done and they won't be open until around spring or summer 2025 which is you know two years away. so I'm excited to see what's gonna happen and I hopefully they actually follow through with this. so I'm excited for Bucky's to come to Louisiana and much less be near home. <laughs> So, that's kind of cool and wild to think about. So, to get into some entertainment news here real quick, there is a show that I watched as a kid that I loved as a kid, and I've actually re- I haven't rewatched watched all of it, but I have watched some of it recently, and the show I'm talking about, as people around my age will probably remember, that is, of course, Avatar The Last Airbender. And this show was great. As a kid, I loved this show. This show came on from 2005 to 2008. It was only three seasons, but I it left like a an imprint on me that this show was just so good. I don't know, like I will have to rewatch all of it because it was so good. And then they came out with the Legend of Korra show, and that was in like 2012, 2013 when that started. I liked it, but I did not like it as much as the original Avatar show, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because apparently they're going to try to start making more like animated movies. There's a live-action Avatar series. It's basically just the first Avatar series with Aang and all of them. They're remaking it as a live-action real people show on Netflix, and I'm interested to see how that turns out, because the movie from years ago sucked. It was god-awful. One of the worst movies ever made. And they're trying to make more and not be bad as that was. So they're trying to make a live-action Avatar series that'll be on Netflix in, you know, maybe a year or less. They're making a animated movie about Zuko for some reason. I don't know what that's going to be about. But they're going to make a new Avatar series that's animated. That will probably be on Paramount Plus. Because that's where the Nickelodeon stuff is at. And it is going to be the sequel series. So they had the Avatar Last Airbender series. Then they had the Legend of Korra. Which took place after Avatar Aang series. Now is the next one. Because the Avatar in the first series, which was Aang, he was an airbender. And then once he was done and dead, then Cora happened, she started as a waterbender, and now this next one's going to take place after her, and it's going to be, I think, another guy, I guess, I gotta say swap between guy, girl, guy, girl, I don't know what they really do, it could be a guy, it could be a girl, but from the picture it said it was going to be a man in the next Avatar series, and he will be an Earthbender, is what he will start out as, and he will have to learn all the other elements, and then become the Avatar, so, and save us from whoever, you know, and that's the order that they go in, they go air, water, earth, and fire, um, so we might get a fourth one many years down the road, that'll be about another Firebender, so, like the one before Aang, which was Roku, so, I'm excited to see this series. Apparently, it's rumored that it's just going to be only on Paramount Plus, and apparently, it's just going to come out in 2025. So they're opening the Bucky's and Rustin, and also the new Avatar series will be premiering in 2025, following an Earthbender. So I'm interested to see. I, I, I've been wanting them to do kind of something like this for a while. I mean, it's been like 10 years since the Legend of Korra has happened, and I. I know for a fact we're overdue for something Avatar. Something new. Something fresh. Something good as well that'll finally come out. But I'm interested to see what's gonna happen. I thought the Legend of Course series was a little weird. There was some it was like more steampunk stuff. The last episode I'm pretty sure had like a robot or something, you know. But I don't know. I I really I love the Avatar The Last Airbender series. It's one of my favorite series of all time. There's only three seasons. I definitely think... Like, if it was made nowadays, there would be like five or six, probably. But, I did look up and see that Dave Filoni was the director of that series. And if you don't know, Dave Filoni directed Star Wars The Clone Wars. He has... I don't know how he is this good. He is just, like, God-tier director of animated shows and of anything really because he did avatar and he's done different star wars stuff like the clone wars i I don't know if he actually did rebels or not and then if no he worked on the mandalorian which season three of the mandalorian is coming out in february the first official trailer came out this past week but i haven't had time to watch it yet but i'm very excited for it as well So, getting into some other news here as well. This is just random news, kinda. So, Pepsi... We all know Pepsi Company. The rival of the Coca-Cola Company. Pepsi, of course, owns Sierra Mist. Because we know Coke owns Sprite. They make Sprite. The lemon-lime soda. While Pepsi has their alternative, which is Sierra Mist. So, apparently... Pepsi has decided that it wants to kill Sierra Mist. That Sierra Mist is now dead. And they are creating their new drink to take the place of Sierra Mist, which is called Starry. That's S-T-A-R-R-Y. Starry. And Starry is the new Sierra Mist that is still going to be caffeinated, or carbonated, no caffeine. And it is going to taste more like lemon-lime soda. They said it's more fruity and more aromatic. And I haven't had it. I haven't seen it yet. But when I do, I definitely got to try it. They're making a regular version and a zero-sugar version of Starry. And that will come in bottles and cans. And so once I, once I see it in a store or a gas station, I will buy it. And I will review it on a future episode just to see if it's worth it and see if it's better than Sierra Mist. But until then, I will have to just keep searching for it and have a, make a journey out of it to find what I will be able to find or where it'll be able. I, I'm guessing uh, if they just swap Sierra Mist out and put Starry in, then you'll be able to find it anywhere. And then every restaurant will have it because they said that Sierra Mist is being discontinued. Like, And I thought Sierra Mist was doing great, because if a place didn't have Coke products, Sierra Mist was my go-to. If they had Pepsi products, because I don't like Pepsi, or Diet Pepsi. I don't really care for Dr. Pepper. Um, I know they have Mug Root Beer, which is okay, but it has no caffeine. So I would go with Sierra Mist, because it was good, and it tasted just pretty much like a different kind of Sprite. So... But yeah, now they have Starry, which is more fruity and aromatic with no caffeine. So, I'm excited to see if it's going to be good, and I'm interested in trying this new Starry drink. So, with all that being said, I think it is now time for some questions. And this actually went on theme with a different subject I have already talked about this episode. I have one question here, and if you ever want to ask me a question, go down to the link into the description of this podcast episode. Tap or click on it. It'll take you to my YouTube channel. And on one of the videos, go down to the comments section and comment your question you would like to be answered on a future episode, as well as a drink, candy, or food you would want me to review on a future episode as well. And I have one question here, like I said, that was... On the same track as one of the subjects, because this question is about, of course, Avatar The Last Airbender. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, well, I did want to mention some things about it. So, thank you for this question, and you were kind of the reason why I talked about the subject of Avatar this episode. And this question is, like in Avatar The Last Airbender, what element would you want to bend? So, if I was a bender... I guess we're just gonna we're gonna just keep it to the four basic elements of air, water, earth, and fire. Hmm. Interesting. So, I mean, what would be the most useful? Because I I I don't want to consider any of the extra. Because you know, if you are if you're earthbender, you're you kind of can bend metal too. And like with fire, you can bend lightning, and with water, they had blood bending. Um, and then air is air. I mean, with air bending, he was able to fly because he had the glider thing. Water would be pretty cool. Earth bending. I mean, they're all cool. Just to think about it. Whenever I was a kid. And I was watching the Avatar The Last Airbender series for the first time. I. I always thought the coolest was firebending. I don't know why, and I do remember, like, Azula, you know, Zuko's sister, the princess, you know, of the Fire Nation. She bended blue fire, and she was the only one to bend blue fire. And I still don't know why. I mean, they probably say in the show, but I still don't know why she was able to just bend blue and everybody else was just regular red fire. I always thought fire was the coolest, as well as, you know, lightning bending, because if you were able to do the lightning, it was very cool. Whenever you, they did the lightning and they were like, you know, moving around, you know, and they got the two fingers, you know, and then, and they would do the lightning, you know. That was the coolest thing to me. Was that? But I mean, if you could earth bend, that'd be cool. But you have to be on the ground to do it, you know, or at least see or touch the ground, you know. But then I would like really mess up the yard if I earth bended. Water bending would be cool, but I have to be by water. I could live on the beach then and be able to water bend. Fire, I can just bring fire out of nowhere. You just need oxygen for fire. So, as long as I'm on earth, <laughs> I can I could, you know, above water, you know, as long as I'm just on land anywhere, I can you know snap my fingers and start a lighter, you know, or whatever, blow bro, blow fire, you know. I could be able to go to really cold places and I would keep myself warm. We wouldn't need like a fire starter, you know. I'd be great to take on camping trips. <laughs> I'd be able to just fire bend at the campfire and then boom, that's fire, you know. And I could keep people warm and start a torch if you want to go into a cave or whatever, you know. So, in my opinion, I would really like to be a firebender. I think fire... And if I could learn how to do the lightning, God, that'd be so cool. God, that was so cool to me. I don't know why, but God, every time they would do that, and then they'd start moving around, you know, and the lightning bolts would come off of them and all that, and then they would shoot the lightning. Man, that was the coolest thing ever when they were able to lightning bend. Um, but yeah, I think firebending would have to be my choice. I, I and, and you know, it's, they all have their perks, but in my opinion, my, uh, my opinion, my opinion is that firebending is the best, you know, that fire bending is the best bending, okay, I'm just going to go out and say it, you know, I mean, nobody wants to airbend, you know, I mean, I could, boom, I just airbended because I blew air, you know, I, I'm, I'm airbending right now, I, we're all airbenders already. But you know, water and eh, earth bending—I'm just gonna mess up everybody's yard. Fire bending, fire bending's where it's at. God, and like the Fire Nation, I know they were the bad guys in the first show and Avatar: The Last Airbender. But God, fire bending was so cool to me, and it still is. So, fire bending is the best bending. That's not a hot take. It's not a hot take if it's true. So there you go. I'm going to be a firebender and y'all can all go play with water and your little rocks. But I am going to be the guy who's playing with fire and shooting lightning. So thank you very much. I'm going to be a firebender. So with that being said, it is now time to get into a taste test review. I can grab it here we have got something special today it's only one item but i wanted to actually look and see because of what i'm about to tell you about what it is so the reason it's only one item is because recently before this episode started actually i tried the real thing because this is not really a knockoff but it has the same flavors i should say So, what this is, this is Stay Stuffed Puffs Big Bites. Now, what these are, are giant marshmallows that are apparently filled with cinnamon-flavored cream and crumbles, and the outside of these marshmallows are covered in cinnamon toast crunch dust. Now, I have got to crack open into this. All right, rip that off. It's one of those resealable bags, so it has got to be very loud every time I touch it. If I could could open the thing. Yeah, okay. All right. Oh, smells like heaven. Like, everybody knows, like everybody has their favorite smell in the world. And you're like, that's gotta be, like, when I die, and if I go to heaven, that's gotta be what heaven smells like. To me, heaven definitely smells like some Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That, that is the best smelling stuff. Like, gasoline, I don't know why, but gasoline smells great, but I think it's just something weird in our brain. But everybody can agree that the smell of Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the best smell that you could prob- possibly smell. So... But these are just giant, God, these are huge, giant marshmallows that are covered in the Cinnamon Toast Crunch dust and filled with Cinnamon Toast Crunch crumbles and cream. I don't know what kind of cream, like an Oreo cream or something, I don't know. But the reason it's only this one item this week is because before this episode started, I actually did try regular Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal, and I wanted to... to, not only give this the score of 0-100 to 100 with no decimals on how I would rate it, but I actually wanted to see how close is the Cinnamon Toast Crunch on the outside of this marshmallow. How close does it resemble and taste to the real deal Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal? So, I'm not going to be trying any of the cereal in this episode. Very crunchy, but I've already actually had some today. But... I wanted to compare it to these marshmallows. They smell good, got a good cinnamon smell. So, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, st- Stuffed Puffs, Big Bites, Filled Marshmallows. Let's go ahead and give it a try. Okay. All right. Okay. Very thick. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. I gotta give it to you. Let me close those up for later. Those are pretty good. I mean they're very huge. Like there's literally only ten or less in this bag. <laughs> um I need some water after that, after all that cinnamon toast. Okay. They're they're good. I will give them that. But when tasting them, I think I'm too busy correlating the cinnamon flavor with the actual crunch of the cereal, and it's making me miss the crunch. Like, I was waiting for the crunch, but entire time I was too busy chewing on a big hunk of marshmallow, which once marshmallows get too big, and if they're not tender enough, you know, or fresh, they get kind of chewy like I'm just chewing on marshmallow gum at this point, but... Good. I didn't know there was a filling when I was biting into it. I couldn't really taste any kind of filling. It just tasted like a big marshmallow. Um, they're okay, but the outside is what makes it good. The Cinnamon Toast Crunch outside coating is what makes the actual marshmallow good. And for that, on the official score of Zooter 100 with no decimals, I'll give it a 72 because that's a little low I think for what y'all might be thinking but I personally think that these are okay they're not the best in my opinion but they're not bad I probably will I will probably try these again right after this episode but I probably wouldn't go out and buy these for myself I might buy them for somebody else as a gift, but as of right now, I do not plan on buying them again, so, but they're okay, they're cut, the cinnamon toast is closely, it's very close to the cereal, but I think it's the crunch, the crunch is is what's missing, and the crunch is what's satisfying, and that's what makes the cinnamon toast crunch cereal, is that great smell, great flavor, and the awesome crunch that it always has, so, Cinnamon Toast Crunch Big Bites, I'm giving y'all a solid 72. And with all that, I think that is going to be the end of this episode. If you ever want to recommend a food item or if you have a question for me to answer on a future episode, please go to that in the description of this podcast episode. Click or tap on the link. It'll take you to my YouTube channel. And on one of the videos, comment your question and also your candy, food item, or drink you want me to review on a future episode. And I think that's going to do it for this episode. As always, please rate and subscribe. And if you're listening on YouTube, please like, comment, subscribe, and click that bell to get notified when new videos are uploaded. And follow the Toddcast on Instagram for all your updates and Toddcast needs at the underscore Toddcast underscore, only on Instagram, of course. And tell your friends and your family to give a listen, and thank all of you for listening to this episode. And if you want to know what's going to happen next week, well, you just got to tune in to find out. Only on The Todd Cast.